Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, there's a word. It's an important word that until relatively recently, we haven't had to bother with. It's a key determinant for all healthcare systems. A word to which the World Health Organization attaches great significance. They describe the word as being closely intertwined with health system success. For the NHS, it's been a given. A word we haven't bothered with. We've been pretty snobby about it, actually. Something that they have to worry about, not us. It's a, world, a word for healthcare systems underdeveloped, where there's financial hardship, where poverty creates its own definitions. Systems where, in Pachansky and Thomas's framework, and I link to it in the e-letter, the word is portrayed as a fit between the needs of patients and the capacity of healthcare systems. Systems where the burden of disease is added to by the absence of what this word means. Systems where it's a key indicator, an obvious and visible determinant of success. Don't just think in terms of developing world systems. Closer to home, across the EU, it's key and there are a variety of tools to measure it. The word, well I'm talking about the word access. There are three types of access. Availability access, do people have the sources of care within reasonable reach? Adequacy access, are these sources of care adequate to respond to the needs of the population? And acceptability access, are the sources of care acceptable from a social point of view, cost and waiting time? Measured on these three determinants, the NHS fails. You might think they scrape under the bar with number one, the availability access, do people have sources of care within reasonable reach? But not if you're a child needing mental health care. Children and young people's mental health beds are rarer than a bubble bath at Glastonbury. Our NHS is based on the Secretary of State's statutory duty to provide services to meet all reasonable requirements. What's reasonable? Is a stroke patient waiting three hours for an ambulance reasonable access to care? Is a person housebound for three years or more for the want of a hip operation? Reasonable access to care? Is a mental health patient in crisis waiting hours in A&E getting reasonable access to care? Is a patient marooned in a hospital bed for weeks waiting for social care to pick up the case? Is that reasonable access to care? Is a person parked in the back of an ambulance for 12 hours waiting for handover reasonable access? Is a patient on a trolley in a corridor in A&E for six hours reasonable access? And before you answer, remember, they will get care eventually. But it's not Pachansky and Thomas's fit between need and the system's ability to provide. Access to health care might be defined as the ease with which an individual can obtain needed medical services. Define ease? Well, it's not waiting a fortnight for a GP appointment. Access can be defined in five dimensions. Approachability, acceptability, availability and accommodation, affordability, and number five, appropriateness. We fail on the first three, don't we? Approachability, acceptability, and availability. International comparisons are always tricky, but the NHS's plunge in the Commonwealth Fund rankings from first in 2017 to fourth is almost entirely associated 
with lower performance on Access. If Access is a fail, it creates its own problems, complexity and exacerbation. Poor access means poor outcomes, failure demand and higher costs per case. The answer? Well, first, accept we have a developing world problem. Next, a relentless focus on access. It's the singular most important issue for the NHS and should be the singular focus of our energy. And it's not insoluble. For example, we have data. We know in March there were just over 30 million appointments in primary care and 44% were the same day. We know some practices do better than others. Don't think league tables, but do think about talking to practices who are providing better access. What's to learn? What's to copy? What's to pinch with pride? It only has to be a tiny improvement to scale up, to make a significant change. There's no silver bullet, but there is silver buckshot. We know ambulance handovers are a nightmare, but there is variation. We can learn from the places where the, del the delays are even marginally better. But just about every measurable part of access, there's data and it shows variation, which is always a hopeful sign of positive deviation, meaning someone is doing something different, something we can learn from. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we can talk again soon. Bye-bye now.